Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Atamari, good morning. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Tuesday, the 13th of September. It's just after 6 o'clock. Kete kwe Kempi, how are you? Oh, pai ana, kei te ora, ahau, uh, inga mana inga reo inga iwi tēnā koutou katoa, uh, te whare etu nei, uh, te whenua e takoto nei ki waho, a tēnā kōrua. Uh, I bet it's awesome, awesome to be sitting here today with especially knowing a little bit about uh, this week is uh, the week of Te Reo Māori, about speaking Te Reo Māori, no matter what you got, yeah. is to get it out there. Um, and yeah. just a mihi, bro, just a, just a, you know, mihi ki akwe, um, for just the, 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 the words, whether you use them, the little bit that they use, the kitipiha kwe, the kia ora, yeah. you know, the, the pairas, the, the, all, the, all the little bits they use daily, just get it out there, bro. Let's really enjoy this week, especially around um, celebrating our language in this country, whether it be English, whether it be Māori. Yeah, beautiful, Kimpi. Yeah, you're dead right, mate. Um, my wife, I was sitting at dinner last night, and she's like, have you done your PPI? Are you, are you celebrating it? Like, we talked about it this week. I said, um, yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. But it's like you just said, hey, just, you feel a little bit apprehensive and, and a little bit nervous, but don't. Get it out there, even if it's simple as kāpai, kia ora, or kia queer, which is how you and... Mate, just simple. We're going to do it as much as possible this week, and we've got a good guest coming on later on uh, this week to celebrate Te Reo Māori, uh, Māori Language Week. Awesome work uh, there, Kempi, and great to have you back. Louis, we'll get to you shortly. I'll just give you a little update of what we've got coming up in the show. Carlos Alcaraz becomes the men's youngest ever major winner at the age of 19, 19 years of age. Three straight games that went to five sets, man. He must be as fit as anything, that fella. Wow, we He just still had a little bit of juice in the tank to get the job done over a rud. But, uh, yeah, awesome work. And then Inga Schwartek getting the job done on the woman's side, winning $2.6 million US. How good is that? They were getting paid. <laughs> but an awesome US Open over there at Flushing Meadows, and uh, we're going to have Alex Gruskin. Gruskin, sorry, will join the show to talk US Open tennis and break it all down. Man, it was a great tournament, really lovely watch, and uh, well, there were some upsets and some drama always when Kyrgios is there and uh, had it all. So, looking forward to talking that later on in the morning, just after seven o'clock. And then seven forty, we got a big announcement, huge announcement yesterday when the Haney Haney Cambosal fight was. Release David Nika and Hemi Ahio will both fight on the undercard, which will be aired free to air on TVNZ. Patrick McKendry, Paddy McKendry, will join the show to talk about the big news. Good opportunity for our fighters, Kiwi fighters, trying to stamp their mark in the world of boxing, especially our very own David Nika and Hemi Ahio. 
who is 19 and 0. So he, this is his chance to really break into the world rankings. So looking forward to chatting that. And then after eight, yes, the Black Ferns. They are announced today. The squad. Ooh, big day. 3 p.m. World Rugby uh, Rugby World Cup starting the 8th of October. Dreams will come true and some hearts will be shattered. Kirsty Stanway is all over it and she'll come on to preview the announcement just after 8 o'clock. So, big day in Blackferns. And yesterday, Louis and Kempe, we had one of the own, Amy Duplessis, who no doubt will be announced this afternoon in that centre position. But if I'm going to be completely that is one of the positions that is going to be hotly contested come the naming. Um, some big names playing in the centres, particularly always in the outside backs, but um, big day for Wayne Smith and co to announce their team going forward. And just quickly on that, I got a growling from my dad yesterday because I didn't, I didn't talk about the Hawks Bay Tuis. They beat Otago over the weekend to win their division. So, yes, shout-out to the Hawks Bay Tuis getting the job done over Otago and uh, winning um, the, the championship there uh, in the... Um, women's rugby competition so well done Hawks Bay they've been promoted to top division and they'll take on the big guns next year which will be great for Hawks Bay rugby yep got a growling he said I said dad can't watch every can't talk everything he says excuses son just do it I was ah sorry we get reminders <laughs> we get reminders all day all day though don't we if oh, we miss something oh. all day you're my sister you didn't talk any netball I'm like oh come on sis come on okay We'll, get, we'll do some tomorrow for you. Apologies. But no, we do get reminded, mate. We do get reminded. But hey, honestly, the weekend that was, Louis, the weekend it was, was just jam-packed with sport. Like, how are you meant to keep up, mate? Unless you've well, got 300, 300 TVs like you have in your studio, you can't you can't watch it all. It was one of the great weekends. Well, you, yeah, it was, is he? Except it doesn't get easier from here. Actually, it's funny you say that because this morning on one of my very messy bits of paper, I'm just trying to do a bit of planning for what we've got coming up. Little, the, the rest of this week, let alone next week, really, let alone the rest of the year. Now, mm. how's this? Because of COVID, I worked out that we've got a bottleneck of World Cups to get through. <laughs> Between now, which is midway through September and October, November, December, so three and a half months, but you can pretty much scratch the end of December. So let's say in three months, in a quarter of the year, we're going to have a Rugby League World Cup, which is a month away on Thursday, a Women's Rugby World Cup, which is about three weeks away in New Zealand, a football FIFA World Cup, which is the event that stops the world, really. It is the biggest event, you know, with the Olympics and the Super Bowl. But over a sustained period of time, the Football World Cup is the one that really drags it. And we've got the commentary for a lot of these here on SENZ, including the T20 Cricket World Cup, which is a month away on Friday. And that's in a three-month span. And there are more World Cups out there, I'm sure. I'm certain of them. But those are four headliners. Uh, the of course the Football World Cup and the T20 World Cup we've got commentary of next week alone we have got the Bledisloe the New Zealand League back here in New Zealand we've got the All Whites playing on Thursday against Australia then playing on the Sunday at Eden Park the day after the Bledisloe at Eden Park we've got Joe Parker Joe Parker's fight is next Sunday that has snuck up out of absolutely nowhere 
He's been in oh. camp, and that's just around the corner. We've got the AFL Grand Final next Saturday night. We've got the NRL, so we've got the prelims this weekend. We've got the NRL semifinals and prelims next week. And that's not even to mention the spring racing we've got. We're two, two months away from Cup Week, but we've obviously got uh, the spring racing carnival just starting to heat up and on the path towards the Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup. I'm out of saliva. There's not, there's, there's not much more to say, Kippy. It's it's going to be hectic for the rest of this year. Always the best time of the year. Always the best time of the year, September, October, November. You've got, I reckon, right up until the Melbourne Cup. Um, you got so many good sporting events. I don't know as if you watched any of the AFL on the weekend, but the AFL was insane. You know, mm. you've got you've got AFL playing down the road of the Melbourne Melbourne game against Canberra. You got hundred thousand in the MCG. They can't fill the <laughs> Melbourne they can't fill the Melbourne Stadium against Canberra. But the 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 thing is, it's there. It's across the road from each other. You can just you can be sitting in town one night and go, I'm going to go to the NRL finals. Oh, hang on, I might just go to the AFL finals. And I was watching a bit of the Melbourne uh, Brisbane Brisbane game, mate. What a game! Honestly, Melbourne jump out to a 22 point lead, and I turn the tally. I turn the tally over to watch the league. I turn it back, and Brisbane have come back, and they've got them. And the just the commentary around the AFL and all that. They take it to another level, man. You can see why they just signed that four billion dollar media rights four deal. Four and a half billion dollars. Four and a half. So, so last night in the so the media oh, rights yeah. deal. So we're talking about where it's going. All right, it's all about um, fan engagement. And the NRL came out last night and said that they want to renegotiate their contract with with Foxtel and mm. around this four and a half billion. And there's talk that. Valandis basically might have said that if the AFL get more money than this, then we can come back to the table because they signed a five-year deal with Foxtel. Mate, I remember when I was in that um, position with the NZRL, we were talking about $2 billion. And when mm. we're talking 10 years ago, it's already at $4 billion. So where does Crazy. it end? That's, that's my point. $4 billion that- over five years. Unbelievable. It's just going to keep going, Kempe. Yeah, I was reading that too, and and there was a little um, you know, unhappiness at the, when the Landy signed that. The clubs felt like they there wasn't enough on the table for them. When you think about it, it's a, well, that's a hell of a lot of money. But then you can put in comparison to what the AFL have gone and, and got, and they've come back and said, well, there is an extra game in the weekend. There is a longer season for the AFL, so they're trying to compare the oranges with apples. But... Do you, does Vlandis have any any? Does it, can he come back and rebuke that and just kind of? Does he have any argument to go back and, and, and ask him? He's obviously come out and said there was a a verbal agreement. Well, that means nothing if there's no pen and paper. <laughs> no. He knows, <laughs> you know, written. Yeah. I th- yeah. So, yeah. can they get it done? I think I think what you're talking about really is the growth of the game and in AFL, especially the women's game, has gone crazy over the last five years. So. You know, they've got a proper competition now that's televised. And this is where they're saying that the money has come um, for the for the game is through the women's and the particip- participation of women playing, playing football. So if you look at the NRL, the same thing's happening. They're trying to kick off yeah, the well, NRL women. Although that's mate, that is although, flying, Kempe. Oh, mate, it's, I watched that St. George Bro- Broncos game, and I was like, you see the jockey to win it? Yeah, man. I was like, that's better than any other bloke, mate. That was a hell of a shot. She smacked it. Was it was so good. She smacked it right between the posts. It was a, the first time they ever had a golden point in women's mm. rugby league. 
do I think he can do it? Yeah, I do. I do. I, th- I think yeah. it's it Anyone is sort of apples and apples. But you've got <laughs> you know AFLs predominantly in Victoria. They do play it in Perth. They've taken a club up to Sydney. Um, the NRL is a more, little bit more global. You know, because you come to New Zealand, they haven't. That's one of the major reasons why they're trying to get it in Perth, is to get the competition in Perth. Is around these media rights deal, and at the end of the day, it's how many times they can put the games on telly. That's yeah. what. That's where the deals come from. And, and and they can do that, and they can try crowbar their way in. I guess the thing that AFL footy has up its sleeve is it has cornered markets. You're never going to break into Melbourne, and you and Perth, yeah. Western Australia. Yeah, well, that's a prime example, isn't it? Like it, you got the MC. Yeah. This is the example of the AFL in the pool. The, the MCG from Olympic Stadium is a you can hit it with a tennis ball really, mm-hmm. and you've got a hundred thousand people at a semi final in Melbourne watching AFL. And you can't even half full the stadium in Melbourne watching rugby league. You can't. You just that just tells you you can't compete with AFL in well, Melbourne. Just look at look at the ABs, mate. Thursday you go play Thursday, and we'll just uh, chip away on Saturday, and we'll sell back to back. To back MCG AFL games with a hundred thousand, mate. It's just well, sorry, crazy. You can't and, compete. And is it? Do you know the funny thing about that? I was reading yesterday. They so this was Andy Marinos on a Rugby Australian decision. They said, okay, we've got a game in the heart of the AFL and the NRL finals. We're not even going to risk trying to play this on a Saturday night. The irony mm. is, there's no game. Melbourne is dormant this Saturday night. I know. In the middle I know. of their busy time of year. Sydney Swans have the Saturday night game up in Sydney, up the road, where the NRL's going to be, the Friday night. So they couldn't. And the funny thing is, even with all of that, they're on track to sell out Marvel Stadium for the Bledisloe, which I could not believe. Because as far as I'm aware, nobody cares. But apparently, they're being sold it. It's like this is a global, massive marquee sporting event, a headliner. And this is how good the Victorians are. They will turn up for everything. This is how good the Victorians are, Kempi. They love their sport. Well, that's exactly right. And and I love that about the the local government, you know, the, the, the... the Melbourne people, they will pay to get sports events to Melbourne because they know that they can fill stadiums. The Marvel Stadium, like the Marvel Stadium down the other end of town, you've got, we talk about let's get a stadium in Auckland. (laughs) Mate, Mm. Melbourne, Marvel Stadium, MCG, Olympic Stadium, Rod Laver Stadium, all, all within walking distance. Crazy, eh? Absolutely crazy. crazy. And and talking talking about filling out the All Black game, unbelievable. I played there in 2010, boys. I had a game for the ABS. Bledisloe at Eddie Head. It was Eddie Head. Obviously, the Essendon Bombers, that's their home state now. It's called Marvel. And uh, it was a crazy week. Crazy week. It was crazy because you wouldn't even know we were there. You wouldn't even know we are there walking around. You go anywhere. You go to Rugby Nations all the time. You just can't even leave your hotel. You're getting pumped. You go to Melbourne, mate. You're just another little ant in the, <laughs> in the big, wide old world. And you can walk around and no one even know you exist. And you turn up to the stadium. You're, like, you're thinking, mate, is anyone even going to come and watch? And then it's sold out. And it's crazy. And it is a beautiful stadium. What a place to play at Eddie Head and Marvel Stadium. So, yeah, Thursday night, boys. Thursday night test match. Fever and just so quickly going back to um, I know we're going to shoot off in a minute. Quickly going back to that uh, that broadcast deal, you know, like you said, Kempe, this it's going to get big, bigger and bigger. And what happens? The players get a percentage out of that broadcast deal. Mm. So the wages, the salaries, you know, where does it end? You're going to get to a situation with AFL. They're probably already right there. You know, you've got Dusty Martin, probably the highest paid in the AFL. 
where's that going to stop? They're going to see this just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, and the players are just going to get paid and paid. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, can't, I don't know what the uh, fee is in the AFL at the moment, but if it's not, we are very close to a two million dollar a year player. We are mm. very, very close. And I even saw Latrell Mitchell being circled as what a Buzz Rothfield was making the case why Latrell Mitchell in the NRL is worth two million dollars a year. So you're right, is he? As the broadcast deals inflate, so does the players' salaries. Now life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.